I think uh, a lot of people recognize the prestige that's associated with mm-hmm. the program. Um, you know, I, as I've heard, you know, if, you know, I guess kind of once a fellow, always a fellow. You know, help a fellow out, and um, I think that opens doors um, that you otherwise might not have access to. And so, for me, coming in maybe as a legend, you know, in an office, um, uh, you know, I think I could do that. I think it, it wouldn't necessarily be you know, that hard. But I think there's something extra special about being a fellow. And uh, I think that's what, what uh, has drawn me to it. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Sacktown Talks. Today we're joined by future fellow Andrew Nickens. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries. We haven't we haven't had someone who uh, you know is, is is about to be a fellow on yet, so it's always an interesting process. A lot of you know people on the show are former fellows, so kind of take us through the journey, I guess, of of what drew you to the fellowship program and kind of the process of applying for it. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, for me, uh, the fellowship is something I'm always looking forward to. I've, I've known about it, I think, for for four years before I even applied um, mm. last year. Uh, so for me, again, it was something I always look forward to, um, and it's a great opportunity to get immersed in uh, the Capitol, working in the right. building. Um, so I thought it was, you know, a, a great opportunity in that sense to to get my foot in the door. Um, and of course, it's such an excellent program. I mean, there's um, some people speak so highly of it, and as you said, you know, some of the former people who've been on the show, I've, I've watched, you know, fellows and. Um, it opens a lot of doors, and I'm, I'm excited yeah. for that. No, definitely. Kind of, what was the the process to apply, and kind of the deadlines um, for you to kind of, you know, get get into the program? Yeah, uh, they work, um, you know, almost a, a year in advance. So uh, the application uh, for this year's uh, cohort, which begins in November and spans eleven months, it uh, it started. Um, uh, the application was due early this year, so you know, almost you know, eleven months uh, ahead of time, um, and it involved you know, create, crafting a personal statement, mm-hmm. um, letters of recommendation, um, and um, a, a policy statement as well, uh, which is really fun to write, right? Actually, but yeah. So what what did you write in your policy statement? Yeah, uh, for me, I had a lot of uh, experience in higher education. Uh, Policy analysis and advocacy, uh, for me, uh, hired is, is, a, is a big part of um, a lot of the work I've done as a student advocate, um, as an intern. Uh, and so for me, I, I wrote about what I think is uh, a really essential issue in higher education for mm-hmm. California. And that for me was increasing and expanding enrollment in the CSU and, and UC. It's been, a, I think, a number of, uh, I think, you know, Certainly, you know, I, th- I would say battles in the legislature about how many in-state students right. should we have versus, you know, out-of-state students, and how does impaction at the CSU affect students who, you know, are qualified, um, have all the major preparation, the courses that they need to get in, but then are denied mm-hmm. of their college of choice, their major of choice. So, um, for me, I think broadly ex- in- increasing uh, enrollment in the UC and, and CSU is be a an excellent thing, especially to meet California's degree shortage gap, which we've made a lot of progress towards closing, 
uh, but still remains some work to be right. done on that. So, you know, we were chatting a little before the show. You just graduated from UC Davis. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. what, what did you study there while you were there? Uh, I was a political science public service major, uh, and I also minored in professional writing. Okay, cool. So you got the, the writing thing down. That's always always good to have. Yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of minors and, and majors out there, but for me, I was like, well, if I'm going to spend $40,000 in education, I want to make sure I can use it afterwards. Right. And for me, uh, well, there's nothing you use more than writing, and especially, you know, in, in the legislature, I, I think. So, um, so far, it's been proved really useful. Yeah. And, and then prior to, to UC Davis, you spent some time in the community college system and you actually worked for a, a nonprofit regarding community colleges. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience there? Yeah. Um, so this is a little hard to admit, but I didn't do the greatest in high school. Um, you know, for me, school, uh, uh, it wasn't always easy to, to perform, I think, you know, perfectly academically, but, mm-hmm. um, Community college uh, was there for me when maybe I, I wasn't, you know, perhaps my best. And I thrived. I had an, an amazing time at a, at community college. And uh, coming off the heels of that, um, I was a Boy Scout. I was an Eagle Scout, and I aged out. And I was looking for something to do, something new to do. Um, and for me, uh, community college governance filled that that goal, uh, that that hole that that left. Um, being a student leader. And so I got involved locally at Folsom Lake Community College uh, and did some district lobby days from the Los Ros Community College District to the to the Capitol and lobbied on AB2, AB19, which is a, a great time. And from there, that legislative um, experience led me to pursue office in the Student Senate for mm-hmm. California Community Colleges, the, the nonprofit. And I did lots of um, work as the vice president of legislative affairs sponsored um, a number of bills and budget requests that um, were mostly successful too. So it, it was a, it was a great experience. Yeah. It's a cool way to, to learn the process. Kind of, do you remember kind of what members you worked with when you were kind of going through that process and, and, you know, uh, testifying and things like that? Oh yeah. Um, a member Medina was a huge one. Um, not only for um, AB 1456, mm-hmm. the kind of higher ed flagship, um, Calgary reform bill, uh, but also on another, uh, bill that was, a uh, I think more personal to the community colleges. And I, that was a AB 37 on adding, um, or well, perhaps not adding another student to the board of governors of the California community college system, but, um, making sure they can vote in their first year of their second year term, right. effectively adding two student voting members. So I worked a lot with Assemblymember Medina is a great, great, uh, partner. And it's, uh, it's very sad to to see him. Uh, I, I tuned in for the um, Assembly Higher Education Committee hearing where he was addressing the committee and talking about his uh, his legacy and, and all the work he's done. Is uh, really saddening to uh, to, yeah. to, to you know look back on that. But yeah, you're you're going to be part of I guess a big great rotation here as as a bunch of new members are coming in. So it's going to be a, a interesting time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I guess, can you take us through the schedule? So you've been accepted to the program Kind of when, when are you going to start in the program and when are you going to know when you get assigned a member? Yeah. Um, uh, for right now, there's not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll be meeting the rest of the assembly fellows this summer. Uh, we'll get to have a chance to get to know each other. Uh, and maybe I think some, some light programming, but then in November, uh, actually October, um, we'll have some full-time orientation programming meeting, um, 
committee consultants, um, their staff, um, I think, uh, I believe chairs of um, important committees, Department of Finance, Legislative Analyst's Office. Um, but right before, uh, in November, when the election happens, all the members, new members get sworn in, and that's when the selection process takes place. I'll have an opportunity to interview with um, any of the some members I want. Um, and then I believe how it works is I get to rank the members on a, a list, on my mm-hmm. own list. And then all the members who uh, interviewed with fellows, um, they've ranked the fellows on their own list. And then the program director, in my case, the assembly program director, uh, ranks uh, or plays matchmaker between the fellow and the members, right. usually trying to get them their first or second choice. So, and then at that time, I'll be placed in an office and um, be a, a, a full-time fellow. Um, and I think after that, there's professional development opportunities and, and brown, brown bag lunches and, right. and the rest. So, be a great yeah. time. I guess that's interesting. Um, your member probably isn't elected yet. So, that, that's a real possibility, <laughs> yeah. With, uh, what is it now, 30-some-odd right. members leaving? Yeah, and, and you, know, uh, you know, leadership changes and committee changes. You know, there's all going to be a lot of new going on. So, it'll be a very interesting mm-hmm. time you're coming into this. Uh, how long does the program go for? Yeah, so it spans uh, eleven months, I believe, um, beginning in you know October, November. So uh, wrapping up um, uh, around the t- same time, I guess, just before that right. next year. And you know, I guess what what drew you to to the fellowship versus just coming here and trying to find a job uh, with everyone else, trying to get just a, just a regular staff job. Yeah. Um, well, I guess. The easy answer is, I think uh, a lot of people recognize the prestige that's associated with mm-hmm. the program. Um, you know, I, as I've heard, you know, if, you know, I guess kind of once a fellow, always a fellow. You know, help a fellow out, and um, I think that opens doors um, that you otherwise might not have access to. And so, for me, coming in maybe as a legend, you know, in an office, um, uh, you know, I think I could do that. I think. It, it wouldn't necessarily be you know that hard, but I think there's something extra special about being a fellow, and uh, I think that's what what uh, has drawn me to it. Yeah, you know when when I looked at the fellowship, you know, 20 years ago, it was like you know you get like 2,200 dollars. Um, it, it didn't seem like a lot back then. Kind of what's the stipend now, and kind of uh, how how are you planning on uh, kind of living on it and, and working down here? Yeah, it's kind of a headache. Um, I believe now it's, uh, I say, I think it's approximately 2,800. Mm-hmm. Um, so not much more, yeah, a little more, <laughs> a little more, yeah. <laughs> 8% inflation, yeah, but right. still not great. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. You know, we, you know, budgeting and the rest, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be a poor fellow for, mm-hmm. for a year. <laughs> right. And, uh, where are you planning on living in, uh, you know, you gonna be able to walk to work or kind of what's your, your thoughts there? Yeah. I'm hoping to move to Midtown actually pretty soon here. Um, I got some roommates lined up with uh, another Senate fellow, which which will be great. I'll get the inside look at mm-hmm. how the other program you know operates. A little taste of that. Um, so yeah, I'll hopefully be able to. So be close. so when you apply, do you pick whether you want to be an Assembly fellow or a Senate fellow, or are there other options open? Yeah. So the application process for um, Assembly, uh, Senate, and uh, actually even executive and judicial, they're all mm-hmm. separate um, applications. Um, you know, when people think of a fellow, I think they kind of get lumped in. Uh, but certainly the Assembly and Senate, you know, making up both branches of the legislature and the executive, of course, being 
with the administration or any of the you know, agencies. Right. So the, the process um, is similar. The timelines are similar, uh, but the application requires um, some different features. Like, for instance, I know for the executive fellowship, instead of a policy statement for the assembly, you're asked to write a memo to some head of an agency on a particular policy issue and, and make a case uh, in regards to that issue. Right. And then, like, how many fellows are there amongst all the different kind of uh, branches? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure. I know ex- the exact number, but I think uh, the assembly has around. I want to say 16, 18 fellows. I want to say the Senate. It's slightly less. Mm-hmm. And then among the executive, um, like around the same amount between the kind of you know 12, 14, 16, right. all that kind of range. So I'd say altogether, um, close to. 30, 35 right. yeah. You kind of mentioned that you were going to, you're connected with a, a Senate fellow. Um, do they give you like a list of, of people who are going to be fellows? So you guys can kind of reach out to each other beforehand or you just happen to know this person already? No, I, I did know them uh, actually already. They're a great friend of, of a few years, but uh, I believe uh, pretty shortly I'll be given a list of all the rest of the assembly fellows. And what's really cool um, is a lot of the fellows tend to um, use that list to connect and get housing together, right. which I know is a, is a common thing, which is, which is super cool. I was fortunate enough to be able to set that up ahead of time. I think on the Senate side, they've already received a, a list of their uh, fellow fellows, <laughs> right? but um, assembly not yet. So it's kind of like interesting, you know, this year we've had, you know, I guess we just finished the budget uh, mm-hmm. and we just saw kind of like a, a lot of hard fought policy battles uh, go down. And it usually always happens in the in the second year of a, of a two year session. But kind of how we were talking, you know, there's a lot of new members coming out, a lot of change coming up. Kind of like how are you preparing yourself for kind of like entering this kind of this phase and kind of looking forward to, I guess, you know, policy battles and challenges. Yeah, um, those are really hard. Those are those are difficult. Um, I would probably rely on some of my uh, past experience while I was the vice president of legislative affairs um, at the student senate. Um, the SSCCC played a, a, a man, kind of a major role in the, I would say, the higher education volitional landscape, in particular in terms of the community college on a, on a number of um, somewhat controversial policy mm-hmm. issues. Uh, I'd say one of them uh, being maybe most high profile, um, Assembly Bill 928, which has established the um, intersegmental group on on, a, on transfer um Reform and joins together um, all the segments in uh, UC, CSU, and, uh, and community colleges, right. the public uh, ones in higher education. And there were a number of uh, policy considerations that you know had, had faculty up in arms, and you know over one issue or the other, and um, administration and, and students, uh, you know, in others. And um, uh, it can be really challenging to. Uh, manage i would say kind of you know those both sides in, in any kind of a, a policy debate but for me i think what really helped me um move through it and uh and get to the end result uh was i think earnestly listening and in, in and um, assuming good faith on behalf of uh the other group and, and doing as, as much as possible to to incorporate their uh, uh perspective mm-hmm. in into the bill but um you know, I think ultimately, um, you know, there are winners and losers and, uh, you know, 
Uh, there may be some some hard feelings around right. that, but you do your best to uh, to to, uh, to work with with others and, and move through it. So collaboration, you know, respect, good faith. I think they're all really crucial to, right. to moving through that process. So you just graduated. You're a young man. Uh, what? How are you spending your summer here before you know you enter the uh, working world for the rest of your life? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm st- I'm staying pretty busy. Um, I am uh, doing a full time summer internship with uh, Public Policy Institute of California. In the higher education center, um, specifically looking at the effects of the pandemic on remedial education reform in the California community colleges. So uh, that's super exciting for me. I have a ton of background in that, and it's really exciting to dive into the, the issue area. But in terms of fun, um, I, I love the outdoors. Like mm-hmm. I said, I was, a, I was a Boy Scout. Yeah. Um, I guess still am kind of. So I love the outdoors. I you, love- uh, You remember all the knots? Are you still really good at that? Oh, no. I mean- no. <laughs> Not not as well as I'd like to, but don't break any rope out of it. I don't think I'll be able to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I love backpacking. So I'm doing a backpacking trip actually this weekend. And I love also love whitewater rafting. We'll be doing some of that too. Um, It's always a great time. Right, right. Good times indeed. Um, Kind of at the PPIC, kind of what you said, you're working on some higher education stuff. I I know we always love the the polls they come out with kind of. are you guys doing anything? Are you, do you do anything relating to the polls? Or are you just doing more look, looking at policy issues and things like that? Yeah, mostly on the policy research side. Um, although in the short time I've been there, a few weeks, um, it's really quite eye-opening to see how you know immensely important those uh, those polls and surveys are. So not as much on that, uh, but I know those are immensely useful. I've gotten kind of an inside look to how PPIC really strategically um, you know, comes out with this kind of information right. what the voters think during crucial, you know, times. Um, you know, when key battles are popping cropping up in the legislature or otherwise. Yeah. During it, elections. It's like a like a bellwether. You like know <laughs> what's going on out there. It's, totally. It's, it's totally interesting. Um, you know, so you know, we were talking you went to community college, right? And, you know, as we were talking, you know, you got two years of community college free. Uh, and you know, they just extended that in the budget. So more kids get to go to community college for free. Kind of how, how helpful is that to someone, you know, uh, kind of going into the university and the UC system to kind of have those two years taken care of, uh, without having to, you know, you, as you said, pay what $40,000. So like what, what advantage did that give you kind of like now today? Totally. Oh my gosh. So many advantages in the world. I mean, I was part of the SS triple C, so I will, uh, you know, encourage anyone and everyone to go to a community college mm-hmm. before transferring to a you know CSU or UC. But you know, maybe I have a little bias in that sense. But it was huge. I mean, for my uh, for my parents, not a, not having to worry about um, paying for the first two years of college that essentially being free. Um, it's a huge boon, boon to those students who you know might not have a traditional pathway to higher education, mm-hmm. and that's certainly the case for community college students who are more often than not uh, older. Um, are coming back to higher education after an extended period of time, seeking to perhaps retool, uh, gain, learn new skills in a, in a I think, a, a changing workforce. Um, so it, it's tremendous. And um, like I said, uh, for I got two years of community college. That was only because I was first time and full time. But what this new um, proposal will do is make community college tuition free for all. So not even those who didn't have the luxury of trying to pursue a higher education right, right out of college um, and can said come back and uh, uh, 
have a higher credential and be able to contribute um, to the to the economy with a, a credential that gives them an opportunity to do that. So, like, just like going to UC Davis, you know, for two years versus four years, how much how much money did that save you? Oh my gosh! Um, well, the tuition at, alone at uh, UC Davis for uh, I believe a, a quarter is a you know a, a few thousand, several thousand. So you know, over two years, it saved me thousands of dollars. Um, and in terms of tuition, I would say, um, like, I don't know, twenty thousand dollars maybe. So uh, it's a, it's a ton. Yeah, no, definitely meaningful. I was I was shocked that just to provide everyone for free community college is only twenty five million dollars. <laughs> you think it would be way more than that? It's amazing. It's actually a funny note about that. Um, I think the reason that is is because of the Board of Governors fee waiver, now mm-hmm. called the California College uh, Promise Grant. Um, this program essentially waives tuition. Um, uh, in recent estimates, about half of students qualify for the California mm. College Promise Grant, which is a low, in, low income program. And um, that's about roughly 50% of community college students who qualify for uh, tuition free uh, education underneath the uh, um, California College Promise Grant. So, you, you are, I guess, you're adding, you know, about another half. Right? Yeah, the rest of the half on, onto the program, essentially. Oh, interesting. So, maybe total, it's like 50 million, but this additional that is 25 mm. fascinating yeah you know just kind of you're in this position you just graduated um you know a lot of your fellow students there's a lot of talk about student loans and student debt kind of mm. you know just in your experience and kind of some of your classmates how are you guys anticipating kind of dealing with you know paying these loans and uh you know especially in a situation like yours where you're going to be a fellow and, and not uh you know maybe make a lot of money you know you're trying to, to, to learn some certain things mm-hmm. um you know i know they're kind of forgiven right now or kind of on, on forbearance, I guess is the better word mm-hmm. uh, for a time telling maybe till like August or something like that, but kind of what, mm-hmm. are, what, are, what are you hearing out there and kind of what are you planning on that? Yeah. Um, I mean, especially for those who've went to CSU or UC for all four years, I mean, the debt can be uh, crushing or even a private institution. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, going into the workforce, you kind of have to deal with that right. hanging over your shoulders. So yeah, the real world's knocking, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, utilities, bills. Yeah, totally. So, uh, you know, for me, I'm, I think I'm more fortunate than I would say most. And because I went to community college, mm-hmm. live with my parents, which right. is not an uncommon thing, yeah. you know, uh, and save a lot of money that way and was able to save money working on the side too. So, you know, fortunately for me, I don't think that the burden will be, um, as bad, but, I know for a number of my peers, um, they'll be paying this off for, right. for quite a while. Uh, so uh, I think you know the, the attitudes around this are, are have been really focused on Cal Grant reform um, and uh, the deal in last year's budget to uh, revamp the middle class scholarship. And uh, the legislature this year has also you know, made a really solid step to uh, achieving the kind of full reform as it was outlined. Um, by and you know basically all of California's higher education stakeholders right. so it's getting better the picture is getting better towards at least a debt free kind of solution but um, we're not quite there yet yeah well good luck to you this summer i, I hope you in, enjoy your time at the PPIC get some time out there and for mm-hmm. anyone listening if you guys are looking for a boy scout you know <laughs> there's actually one coming here so uh, <laughs> look forward to checking in with you once you get assigned a member and uh, kind of see how your 11 months are going yeah thanks so very thanks much for joining us Andrew I appreciate Great. it all right thanks <laughs>